Hi, this is Russ Hackman. Coming up next on the Wall Street Sweeper, markets are showing signs of life. Are we ready for a run of gains this year? Plus, a review of principal protected alternatives to cut risk in your portfolio and lock in gains. It all starts now. And now, the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street from their offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham, the offices of Hackman Wealth Partners, and this is our weekly get-together, the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman is president of this firm, 25 years in the financial industry with a heavy focus on navigating retirement amid volatile markets. And uh, from his early years on Wall Street trading desks, Russ, we always open the show, of course, with your take on the markets. And it's never the same. It's not a Groundhog Day thing. <laughs> now it's never a dull moment, right? And so it, it's interesting. And sort of a week ago, we were talking about how we were off to kind of a middling start to the year. Technology stocks had sort of sold off early in the year. Now what we're seeing is kind of a complete reversal of that. And uh, really some of the AI tech hype is coming back into the market. So you're now seeing the NASDAQ up a few percent and leading the market like it did last year. The S&P is up a few percent. The Dow is lagging. So that's kind of like last year where, you know, the spicier stocks are are taking off and their enthusiasm for AI and all that. Now, again, all of us who have been around the block for a while, which includes all of us, all of our listeners too, <laughs> know that this, you know, this technology genie can giveth and taketh in the sense that, you know, 2021, great for technology, 2022, total opposite, 2023, great for technology. So, you know, you kind of got to look at how it does over time. And so that, that, that's what we do when we put our portfolios together is how do we have the right allocations to, um, uh, stocks, right allocations to growth stocks, right allocation to value stocks, right allocation to dividend paying stocks to make sure that we're not just, you know, taking a run around the casino table with our money. Right. Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't want, want that. that. No, <laughs> absolutely. So, so important. We, we set it seeing, together. <laughs> yeah. And, and there are, you know, there's still confusion around when's the, when's the fed going to cut rates and, Economic data has been coming pretty strong, uh, and that's a, a little concerning in the sense of what the Fed may do. And at the same time, our friends down in Washington, D.C. are still borrowing an extra trillion. They're still outliving their income by $2 trillion a year. You know, it's like the, the sort of the drunken uncle who's out there spending or something, mm -hmm. except, it's, except it's Uncle Sam this time. So <laughs> right. the question is, you know, that's that I think is keeping interest rates high long-term rates. Bond funds are down again this year. Uh, we do have a great show today. We're going to talk about, we got Claire coming up for uh, one of her case studies. Uh, we got some great questions that have continued to roll in from listeners. Um, I'm going to talk about, we've been talking about using principle protected alternative structures to kind of make a different kind of asset allocation from stocks and bonds, right? You, Everyone hears me saying no bonds, right? So what do we like? Like, I, you know, we like things that are principle protected that or, you know, have some degree of downside protection, but allow us to um, continue to benefit from upside growth. And we like that as a complement to our stock market risk, right? We got some outright stock market risk we like. 
but not too much because you can lose half your money in the stock market. It's not funny. Right. In the, in, you know, in the Cat 5 storm, we like some money in these principal-protected choices, some of which can generate a lot of income, too. And then we want some money super safe and liquid, right? And folks will hear me talk about that kind of asset allocation. To me, that's the right kind of allocation as opposed to the, you know, hi, nice to meet you, big box strategy, 800 number strategy, paint by number strategy, whatever, whatever you want to call it. That's like, hey, nice to meet you. You got 60, 40, you got 70, 30, you got 80, 20 stocks, bonds. That's not been a winning strategy. I don't think it will continue to be a winning strategy. Uh, you know, better to take a fresh look. And and w- one of the things that's happened is there's been so much innovation that there's great alternatives besides just this kind of two-dimensional planning. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, a chance to transition to our first opportunity for folks to give us a call. We've already met so many great people uh, at the start of 2024 here in our various offices around Boston. And then at the end of the day, I'm getting over to my apartment uh, in the North End and making sure that I'm stuffed full of pasta uh, so that I can, you know, fight the good fight the next day. Not too much (laughs) wine or, you know, moderation. It it depletes productivity on the following day. So we're, we're trying to sort of thread the needle here. <laughs> but let's offer that opportunity, Dave, to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. And to schedule 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Meeting at one of the offices around Boston, convenient to you, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. As Russ and the team say, position for growth, but secure your gains. Get a look at your financial life and how to clear it up and sweep away the clutter. 617 617- 674-2000. Coming up, Hackman Wealth Senior Vice President and Partner Clear here. clear picture of your financial life it's the wall street sweeper our weekly get together with russ hackman and the team and that includes clear here she's a big part of the team senior vice president and partner at the firm clear and uh, jack young who's vice president share case studies with us on the show so we're actually going to look in a broad sense here clear and you're going to share with us uh, questions people have and you would think maybe they would be fundamental questions but they're of concern to them about their 401k what coming out of their check? Are they getting the right match? Are they contributing enough? Yeah, so we've had several clients come in recently, and one in particular brought in their pay stub, and some of the others also do. But it's difficult to understand what's coming out of your paycheck every week. And, you know, for the year end, they want to make sure that they've contributed the max to their 401ks. And also, they want to make sure that the employer match is the maximum that they can get. So, when these clients come in, we really do like just do a deep dive on this paycheck stub, go through everything and make sure that all the deductions make sense. And we can often then tell them exactly what their contribution level is and also what the employer matches. And they often will know, say, oh, the employer can match up to 5.4%, for instance. But again, there's different types of contributions. There's you know before bonuses, after tax. There's uh, before that you can have a profit-sharing 401k contribution. So you really have to understand, you know, what they all are and what the limits are. 
Does the match, uh, if an employer does match, I think I'm right here. It doesn't count towards the maximum that the individual employee can contribute. No, so there actually are contribution limits, and actually in 2024, the limits just increased. So now you can do a $23,000 max to your 401k, and if you're over 50, there's a $7,500 catch-up that you can make. And then the employer can match those amounts. Now, when you actually add together the employer and employee contributions, they max out at 76500 for 2024. Now, that would be in the situation where the employer is actually matching more than the individual through other types of deductions. And that could be, you know, not only are they um, building up a deferred comp plan for you, it used to be that you know, most people got their pensions and it was pretty straightforward, but now there's, you know, different types of pensions, mm-hmm. as we know. They also can contribute to profit sharing. So there's other th- contributions the employer can make. Now, a lot of people will say, you know, I don't really understand. I have a Roth piece and I have a pre-tax piece. And how does that work? So, you know, again, that's a newer combination. Employers are now offering this 401k Roth contribution. And what happens there is when you actually contribute that, you're getting that deducted from your pay. So your pay is a little less because in that situation, you're paying the taxes right away. So that's going to result in a lower paycheck. But then if you're paying your taxes now versus when you retire, which is usually the typical 401k situation, you're probably at a lower tax rate right now. So Mm -hmm. that does work well for those who think they will have sort of, you know, even a higher income in retirement. Something to consider, because as you said, I mean, the rates are still low until uh, the end of 2025 when the current rate sunset. So you'd sit in there and cook. (laughs) It can cook. Exactly. Uh, I call it a tax-free crock pot. It's in there cooking (laughs) tax-free. Uh, are a lot of people, more people looking at 401, if they if their company offers a Roth 401k, are they looking at that option? Yes, and it's, it's a great thing, especially for younger people, because we know that, you know, the 401k, once it's established, it grows tax-free. So any gains that you're incurring won't be taxed in the future. And that's assuming that you leave the money in the Roth 401k when you start it for at least five years. But that's a great thing if you can say, gee, you know, once I get that money out, when I retire or when I leave this job, I've already paid the taxes on it. So it's sort of a great thing. Now, however, if you need the money now and you don't want your paycheck to be lower, you might not want to go through the Roth 401k contribution. You know, um, you mentioned people are wondering about what's coming out of their checks. So that leads me to believe it's possible that many who come to you aren't even sure exactly what's being invested. Or do you help them point point that out to them? Yes. So we do help individuals determine what the allocations are in their 401k. And they have typically a menu to choose from that their employer designates so they can choose between stock and bond funds, for instance. And we will look at those allocations and say, you know, are these the right allocations for you at this moment, given where you are in relation to retirement, your age, whatever your risk profile is, whatever your financial objectives are. So we can tell the employee what we think is the ideal mix, and then they can contact their human resources department and the administrator and make those choices. Sometimes they can even do it online. Okay. You know, I'm 
fascinated with the history of the 401k going back to the Tax Revenue Act of 1978. And then I can't remember the name of the gentleman. I think he's actually um, expressed, I believe, a little regret in, in pointing it out. But uh, that 401k clause or provision in that Tax Revenue Act, and it did lead ultimately to the demise pretty much of the private sector pension. But in many ways, clear, can we look at the bright side on 401ks and say, if we if people save in it properly, that we could harness the power of that and maybe find some advantages and opportunities versus pension? Yes, of course. I mean, I think that the pensions were very limited in terms of what the employers would allow you to do in the past. And there was definitely some credit risk related to the companies that people worked for. So it wasn't always clear that you were going to get exactly what you were promised. And we know today that there's still pensions that are given, especially to nonprofit employees, teachers, firefighters, et cetera. And there's always the question like, well, will the state be able to afford this? So there's definitely some, you know, difficulties with the original pension design. And I think the 401k plans give you a lot more flexibility. You definitely can like take more charge over what the investments are, you know, in terms of, you know, whether you want to contribute to the Roth or the traditional 401k and also make sure that, you know, once you retire, that you can understand your options. Many times they offer you benefits that can be taken as an annuity stream, or you can take a lump sum. So again, I think there's a lot more flexibility and a lot more choices with the newer plans. Like to think of Russ and Claire and Jack and the team as well, many wearing many hats, uh, guides, partners for you in your retirement, coaches, cheerleaders, coaches in the sense of those, especially in the financial red zone, to help coach you into entering retirement in an even stronger position. What does it look like for you? Here's that opportunity you can schedule with Clear and the team at no cost and no obligation. Yeah, so if you've saved over $500,000 in assets, and that's not including your home or residence, please give us a call, and we'd be happy to meet you in one of our offices and give you a free complimentary consultation. Yeah, and this is no cost, no obligation. As Claire said, it's free. And uh, it's some of your time to come in and maybe get a look at what your retirement plan could be and uh, in, in the areas that you're interested in seeking their assistance in clearing up. It could be, it could be holistic planning. They're open to that. Would love to meet you. 617-674-2000 to schedule. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. And this is offered to the next five calling in to schedule at no cost and no obligation. They're looking forward to meeting you. It is the Wall Street Sweeper. Thanks so much, Claire. Russ Hackman's back in the studio straight ahead. Get a clear picture of your financial life. Certainly the goal of Russ Hackman and the team at Hackman Wealth Partners. This is the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ, every week and clear and here and Jack Young giving us what we need to consider in our financial life. And Russ, uh, you were opening with a discussion about principal protected growth alternatives. So what do you mean by that? And why are those uh, important? Some of those. Right, Right. So what we've been kind of conditioned to is just stocks and bonds, right? You, if you call up your, you know, your big box firms, whether they're at, you know, the end of an 800 number or whether they've got a corner office or whether they're your, your sort of traditional full service brokers at these big box firms, almost always you're ending up with this portfolio of it may have individual stocks, it may have mutual funds, stock mutual funds, and then 
the sort of for what's not in stocks, they're putting you in bonds and bond funds. Every once in a while, some of the wealthier folks end up with portfolios of municipal bonds. Most of those I've seen aren't so great either. Plus, you're lending to state and local government and the wisdom of that. Hmm. I'm not I'm not so sure about not not long term credit worthy and you can lose money on municipal bonds. So further to the intro, Dave, there really is you know, one of the great things about, uh, you know, sort of good and bad of Wall Street. Like, you know, Wall Street does try to charge you all they can. On the other hand, you know, if you're working with somebody experienced, there's a lot of innovation. And so some of that innovation is pointing to, hey, let's let's have a new way of asset allocation, right? So let's have, you know, for a lot of people, instead of being 60% stocks, 70% stocks, and then the rest in bonds, we already know we don't like bonds at all. But we could be more like, especially if we're in the retirement red zone, so, you know, five, 10 years to retirement or retired, generally want that equity risk, like outright stock market risk to be less than 50%. I want some to be in just straight up CDs and T-bills, you know, which are earning 5%, probably will drop to 4% later this year, maybe 3% the year beyond that. But if those are still making inflation plus 1%, I'm, you know, I'm good with that. And then kind of in between, like throw those bonds and bond funds and municipal bonds, like throw those out the window. They're down again this year. Last two years, bond funds are all down 15, 20, some of them more. So forget those. That's not a good place for your kind of less risky money. And let's look at these principal protected alternatives. And the principal protected alternatives range from uh, low cost annuities. There's different kinds of annuities. So anyone who says like annuities are all bad, that's not right. That's just some of these money managers out there that think that they need to manage all your money. Right. Uh, but uh, there's some good annuities that are principal protected that can allow you to have growth pension type annuities that can allow you growth of up to 11% a year. That's some of the terms uh, that are being offered now in terms of stock market gains. If you get, if the market's up 11%, you make 11. If the market's down, you stay flat and you lock in gains each year. There's liquidity constraints in annuities and there are, uh, you're subject to the claims paying ability of the annuity company, but they're all very strong companies. So that's one alternative. And I like that, the chance to make 11% as opposed to being in some bond fund, right? Yeah. Now, if you're, if, if you, uh, you know, don't want to do an annuity or you're, you want more liquidity or you can combine these in portfolios. There's some great new kinds of um, exchange traded funds. We're just low cost kind of mutual funds that have uh, protective floors in them or that offer some degree of principal protection and capped upside. And those are actually things that they trade like stocks. You can go buy them and add them to your portfolio and you can Put them in there in place of a bond fund, right? So that's a nice, less risky alternative to, again, combine with your stocks, combine with your um, your cash, et cetera. And then finally, there's a couple other alternatives that we may talk more about later. But at this time, we got to transition to another opportunity. Come in and see us for a second opinion in 2024. 
You definitely learned something that you didn't know before. Uh, complimentary financial plan. Next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. To schedule 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Come in and get a look at what your financial life could look like when properly structured. 617-674-2000 to schedule. Coming up, Russ takes questions from listeners. Sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street, the Wall Street Sweeper every week with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners with financial and retirement services and a heavy focus on navigating you, the people they work with through retirement and especially in volatile markets. Well, Russ, uh, 50 years ago, it was 1974. Top shows all in the family, Maud and Happy Days and MASH. Oh, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have computers. We didn't have Internet. And now 50 years. But... People had a gold watch and a pension. A lot of them did. So we're actually looking at the evolution of retirement, Russ, from 50 years ago. And it has changed a lot in the last 50 years. I guess we could do a a balance between or or a comparison of traditional retirement versus modern retirement. Can we just like reminisce for a second about how nice it would be to not have a cell phone? (laughs) You know, I think it would be great. It really would. I mean... Of course, we've both seen those innovations, techn- technologically speaking, but now we're d- seeing a bigger thing, I think, with AI. Who? Do, yeah, you don't know about AI and sort of, I mean, I think it's mostly going to be the business applications of it. I'm not sure how much it's going to change any of our day-to-day lives unless you count, you know, you being like a college student, you know, having to write your papers for you. <laughs> but I was reading something the other day from somewhere. I was like, well, that was written by AI. You know, like you, you can, can tell. tell. You can. It looks like someone just did like a, you know, handed in a C paper that was just kind of one of these wishy-washy essays, like on the one hand, it could be this way. And my papers from high school, a word salad. And actually I heard on a podcast, a comedian had AI do jokes based on one certain subject and they were corny. They were not good. So comedians (laughs) are safe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. Comedy is subtle. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, sort of back to the evolution of retirement. Yeah, there there is, you know, if you look back at sort of how things were done back then, you know, people were not accumulating substantial assets in 401k plans. A lot of it was just these classic pensions, right? And so the big thing now, and we all know this, right? It's not a, it's not a, you know, it's a, maybe it's a blinding statement of the obvious, but you know, we're responsible for our own retirements, yeah. right? And making sure that, you know, the big six retirement risks are covered off that, you know, we, if we live to a hundred, that we still have money coming in, you know, and that, you know, price levels could double and triple between now and when you are a hundred, if you make it that long or 95 or 90, and the stats show so many people living that long. So, you know, being responsible for your money not running out, for your money not dropping in half during Category 5 storms, managing the tax implications of your money, that is a big responsibility. And it's almost like, 
you know, having a having to be your own doctor or something, you know, if you, well, it is about trying to do it yourself. I mean, it is in many ways, you know, and a lot of people talk about, man, the days of the pensions. And I know it was good. But if you have a 401k and all your career, you save in it properly. Are there advantages to the 401k if planned properly with that over a pension? Well, I mean, uh, 401ks and, and other types of savings where you're accumulating on your own, obviously, you know, are lump sums that you can use for big emergencies or for long-term care. I mean, it's still hard to beat, particularly, you know, we have some of our uh, kind of public sector clients who, you know, maybe, um, you know, some folks working for uh, the federal government, uh, folks working for, uh, you know, teachers. Uh, We've got clients who are in the VA, um, you know, firefighters, police, uh, you know, uh, and a lot of their pensions are, um, inflation adjusted. They are. Right? Okay. So okay. That's hard to beat. So well, I mean, that we, got, is, we, yeah. we know people still have six figure inflation adjusted pensions, but that's pretty rare, right? It is. You're really responsible for your own retirement and that's what we're continually talking about is you 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 want to sit down, you want to get a second opinion, you want to see what it's like to have uh, folks that have access and are using the latest tools because there are great ways to, to improve your portfolio, improve your plans that we're constantly learning about and implementing. Nothing newfangled and weird, but just you know, things that are smart to do. So those come up in our complimentary reviews and second opinions. And it is a good time to offer uh, the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. Retirement of today, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. It's Q&A with Russ Hackman straight ahead. Listeners weigh in on this show as well. The Wall Street sweeper, Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners, helping you get a clear picture of your financial life when you sit down with Russ and the team. How would you like to have your uh, question answered on the show? That's easy to submit. Go to hackmanwealth.com and click the radio tab. Here's Joanna. My husband died about six months ago and left me a significant amount of life insurance. It's it's much more money than we ever had during our 30-year marriage. What is the best first step for me to take in deciding how to handle it, financially speaking? Well, yeah, I mean, that obviously that's that that's a shock, right? Yeah. Uh, but but thank goodness for the substantial life insurance proceeds. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, in, in a lot of cases where someone does take in, you know, those proceeds. Those usually come in tax-free, so that gets in maybe another discussion around making sure you have the right kinds of life insurance. Some people need it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the things we do is help people review what they got and like which ones should you still be paying for and which ones not. <clears throat> it's also part of good estate planning is thinking about uh, life insurance and obviously what happens if you're gone. Uh, in the case where you got a substantial lump sum. Obviously, the you know presuming uh, Joanna that you're not working uh, or generating a really substantial income, 
then it's it's you know the key is about making the money last and if you're in your your 60s or 70s which i'm imagining that you may be but even if you're in your 80s it's about hey i have a finite sum and how much do i make it last or how do i make it last and so you know there's a variety of tools to do that depends on the amount of money and sort of which tools that you that you decide to um use do you use guaranteed lifetime income do you use you know dividend paying stocks to generate consistent income do you use a portfolio t bills to generate low risk uh cash flow uh so on and so forth so a lot of choices but it's got to be you know tailored to you to your individual circumstances so by all means give us a call uh, or contact us via hackmanwealth.com come in and see us be happy to talk to you about that Here's Matthew. My mom is a teacher retiring this year with about $800,000. How should we store and invest this money? We want very low risk options that are suited for retirement. And I think that's, um, you know, it's a, it's a good question, an interesting question. and kind of reminds me of some conversations I was having this past week. What's really interesting is that for a lot of folks, they can, uh, you know, be retired, you know, look out over 20, 30 years and have pretty darn low risk in their portfolio, which is, yeah, you may not be shooting the lights out when, you know, when all these technology stocks are taken off, but you can make your returns kind of boring, which I think most people don't like. I, I like boring in that regard. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if, you know, if she has a lot of teachers have most teachers have pretty good pensions. So assuming she's got a decent pension, uh, sometimes that, that impacts how much uh, Social Security that she gets. But, you know, if she has, um, you know, 50, 60, 70, 80 thousand dollars of pension and if she doesn't have a ton of costs, you know, it's about having that pension pay for a lot of her expenses Again, really investing that eight hundred grand, you know that's not a huge sum. So you really want to make sure that you are protecting it, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so that you know that may mean we're talking about some of the principal protected alternatives we were talking about earlier. It may mean some guaranteed income products to um, guarantee that uh, you know a set of cash flow that will complement the pension. Uh, and, but definitely an emergency fund too, that can be managed pretty conservatively in like T-bills, for example, you know, still generating around 5% on T-bill portfolios, uh, even, you know, even this week as I've been investing for people. So, um, let's, uh, jump into the yeah. next question, Dave. And I'll just remind you, hackmanwealth.com, click the radio tab to submit a question uh, to be answered by Russ on the show. All right, here's Carol. Uh, I'm 56 and currently going through a divorce. Now, my husband usually handled the finances, so I'm a little nervous about how to handle things myself, even though I will be getting a substantial sum of money from the divorce. How should I go about setting up on my own? Well, it's kind of the same, uh, you know, similar question to what Joanna was asking earlier in this session. You know, you have a lump sum, especially if you're a person who is not, um, you know, who, who maybe wasn't the, the most financially fluent member of a, of a couple. It's, 
it's, you know, go out and get some help, you know, and interview some different people, come interview us. And sometimes people want to interview other people too, and that's fine. Um, and, you know, try to, you know, it, it, it is very, it's hard to interview financial advisors. We actually have a, I haven't shared it with anyone in a while. No one's asked for it, but I have a list of questions I wrote up a while ago, which are like, here's good questions to ask your financial advisor or someone you're oh, yeah. interviewing, including us. Right. We'll so should do a like, segment on that. Yeah, yeah, you can. And you know, the questions, you know, I have it right in front of me. The questions are like, you know, how do you make sure your clients have consistent cash flow? Like, how do I know I'm going to have money when I'm age if I'm age 95 and the markets are down, right? Mm-hmm. How am I going to manage any any taxes that might be due, right? How do I? What's my plan for sort of navigating the Category Five storms? What? investments are you going to use? Are you just using stocks and bonds? Are you using lousy annuities, like variable annuities? You know, you can ask questions like that. Um, you know, how have you done for other clients the last few years? Like, give me some, give me some data. There's a lot of good information uh, that you can get, you know, what are your fees and why are you worth it? You know, uh, very fair questions that a lot of people, very. you know, Extremely. have a hard time asking. And, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, the person you're interviewing gives you pretty straightforward answers, you know, you know, there's sort of the real deal. And if you get a lot of the homina hominis or we don't have that <laughs> data or this or that, you can get a feel for it. Right. Absolutely. So, um, especially if you're on your own, but for everyone, um, you know, hiring a financial advisor, people may think is it is expensive. Some people may think switching advisors can cause big tax problems, <clears throat> and it definitely need not if done right. In fact, in some cases, you can improve your tax situation by switching. So there's a lot there. Uh, folks get information when they come in to see us. And it's a pleasure to meet everyone when they come in. There's no obligation. Come in and see us for a second opinion. Next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. That's how you schedule with Russ and the team. Coming up, a client case study from Russ. Helping you get a clear picture of your financial life, the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman every week. Russ, the president of Hackman Wealth Partners, and really, really giving us a lot to think about, and especially for those nearing retirement. It's the mission of Russ and Clear Hair, Jack Young, and the team at Hackman Wealth Partners. All three sharing case studies on this show, things we can really relate to. And Russ, uh, you're going to talk a little bit about examples of asset allocation, of course, very important when you're nearing retirement. Yeah, absolutely. Want to get into a case study. Uh, you know, folks will hear different case studies from uh, Jack, from Claire, from me. You know, we all meet with clients. And we were talking earlier about the fact that, you know, there's there's continuing to be sort of tweaking on, in our opinion, of, on how to do the best plans uh, and take advantage of, you know, every challenge has created opportunities. So rising interest rates cause losses in bonds, but great pricing on principal protected products like we were talking about earlier. So 
I want to provide a specific example here. Uh, 64-year-old couple uh, that we recently started working with. Uh, both retired, uh, two and a half, three million saved, so done a great job of saving for retirement. Again, when when we sit down with folks, you know, we meet people and have clients who have 500,000 assets, a million in assets. Our strategies usually work best for folks that have a million and more uh, in assets. Uh, but we have folks who have $10 million. We have folks who have $20 million. And it is it is like that that uh, singer said, right, Dave, like mo money, mo problems. That's right. Biggie. Right? So, yeah, it's good to have more money, but also that brings tax problems and uh you know, so we help those folks there. Obviously, you're not worried as much about running out of money. But in any event, in this in the case of this couple, 64 years old, saved two and a half million, 70 30 stock bond mix with their big box firm a long time. Uh, and so one of the things that they were asking me about is like, gee, if we move, you know, breaking up may be hard to do. Uh, hmm. But I think they understood. And we've talked on about this this show about you know, the need to often transition or graduate to a new kind of advisor as you get closer to or enter retirement, because you need to transition from someone who's sort of a asset grower, which we are too, to an asset preserver and laster. As you <laughs> said, that, graduate uh, in a yeah, recent show. Exa yeah, exactly. And so they were getting the sense that they needed to graduate you know, if you start asking questions of your financial advisor now and say like, again, number one question is how do I know for sure when I'm age 95, if that happens, that I still got cash flow coming in, right? Mm -hmm. If you just end up with some, you know, uh, kind of bull report that just looks like boilerplate, that's not what you're looking for, right? No. Uh, it's like you need to be able to more or less prove that you can have money at age 95 and and that that's kind of question number one and then if that's not a concern it's because a big you got one. more than enough assets you know questions around well, hey what's my ta what's my tax strategy to keep my taxes down in retirement and you ask your current advisor those kinds of questions um you know how do i make sure i got adequate cash flow coming out of everything so i'm not just draining right my, my you know my assets like which accounts should I draw from? Um, you know, questions like that, so you start to figure out, you know, am I getting the right right advice or not? And so uh, another concern, though, they had, so they had concern about, you know, maybe hard to switch, but get it. Like, but hey, could we have, we got a lot of appreciated stock positions in our non-retirement accounts. Like, we're going to like sell all those and trigger, you know, a million dollars in capital gains for us. Like we come over and the answer is no. Right. I mean, that happens. I and mean, when you go to some firms, mm -hmm. big firms in particular, they sort of throw the baby out with the bathwater and, and sell appreciated stocks, but we hold positions that need to be held. Uh, and you know, we can, I mean, I look at these portfolios one by one by one, like which stock are we holding? Which ones are we do, you know, can we, can we de-risk or whatever? Yeah. And in their case, they had 70, 30 stocks bonds. So again, that's kind of that two dimensional planning that we talked about. You know, I look at that and I say, well, if we follow the Warren Buffett logic, don't have any money in the stock market, you can't afford to lose half of. Well, if you got 70% in stocks and the market drops in half, you're going to lose 35%. And Seems I risky. That that's, yeah. that's too much, mm -hmm. right? 
So for them, we cut their stock market risk to 40%. Again, being mindful to not trigger any taxes. Uh, and then, yeah, I don't want any bonds, right? For the other 60%, I want that safe, meaning more or less it can't go backwards for any reason. And so looking at I want 20, 30% in T-bills is what we did. Still making five, buying T-bills this week at 5.2%, right? You know, three, four, five months T-bills, not bad. They'll come down over time, but we want that cash to still beat inflation by around a percent. And then we're looking at some of those principal protected uh, or um, buffered or whatever you want to call them strategies that allow us instead of having money in bonds. So we, you have sort of two ends of your financial uh, it's almost barbell here. You got sort of stocks and you got T on one hand on the left side, let's say, and, and T bills on the right side. Well, what's in the middle? Well, it's not bonds. It's some of these principal protected alternatives, whether it's the annuity we were talking about earlier that allows growth up to 11% a year, something between zero and 11 you make each year, but you don't really go backwards. Or do we look at, but that comes with some liquidity constraints, usually like you can only take out 10% a year, which is okay for most people. Or do you look at more liquid alternatives like some of the exchange traded funds I was talking about earlier that again have market upside, but with downside protection? Or, you know, there's even another innovation that I didn't touch on earlier, which is you know, banks like JP Morgan and others will issue investment um products. Uh, they're called structured notes, which sounds complicated, but some of them are terrible, but some of them are great and offer full principal protection from the likes of JP Morgan and may and offer you upside in the stock market or yield. So I like that as sort of the middle piece of a strategy that is stocks, T-bills, sort of middle strategy, principal protected growth. I like that for most people. Uh, we implemented that for this couple. So a lot less volatility, ironically, probably more equity upside than they had before. That's a longer story. We got into a tax plan for them too. And all of that, you know, getting, making sure we're not triggering taxes. We get, if you come in and see us, we give you one of those plans. Like you're allocated like this. Here's what we think you should do. Here's the difference in how things move around if there is a big market move here's how you can improve your tax situation all of that comes out in our complimentary financial plans and second opinions let's offer that dave to the next five cars that have saved five hundred thousand dollars or more for retirement and uh great to see what your asset allocation could look like 617-674-2000 617-674-2000 to the next five no cost no obligation for this review 617-674-2000 are we taking care of the easy to implement changes in our financial strategy we'll look at that straight ahead
getting a clear picture of your financial life on this show and when you get in front of Russ and the team at Hackman Wealth Partners. This is the Wall Street Sweeper. Russ Hackman is president of Hackman Wealth Partners and Russ and the team are ready to meet with you at your convenience and also from one of the offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham or at Waltham. You know, Russ, you were talking about asset allocation a moment ago and I think you had said barbells, but the vision that I get in many ways when you talk about proper asset allocation is lady justice, you know, with the scales in one hand and the sword in the (laughs) other hand. Uh, (laughs) That was the vision I got. Justice for our money, you know, you can use that. Well, you talk about easy to implement the low hanging fruit that can make a big difference in your portfolio. Can you speak to that? We're going to remind ourselves of this, of this periodically. And it isn't, I'm not calling them New Year's resolutions anymore. You know, we're calling them low-hanging fruit or go. sort of the easy-to-implement stuff, whether anyone like comes that. in to see us or not. And just kind of remind ourselves, like, you know, are we doing these things? Like, hey, if you're bothering to listen to this show right now, like, you ought to be at least doing things that, you know, you can do from your armchair, right? Yeah. So what can you do? Well, make sure your 401 allocation is right. You know, so what, you know, what do I mean by that? Like no target date funds, no bonds. You should either be in all stocks like the S&P 500. If you're 55 and younger, I generally would do that. If you are 55 and older, may want to have a little less risk in some points, but that doesn't mean those target date funds might mean usually there's like a stable value fund. So uh, that's one. Let's look at increasing our 401 uh, allocations uh, or contributions. Rather, if we get a raise, get a 4% raise, add 2% to what you're contributing, you won't notice the difference. If you're in a decent tax bracket, allocate to Roth and pay your taxes today and get tax-free growth in that money. Leave it to your kids tax-free. You know, smart stuff. This is easy to implement stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, instead of... um, you know, tune them right into the NFL, you know, after you hear the show, like, hey, be like, hey, let's, you know, let's, let's, let's hit that low hanging fruit. And the other biggest low hanging fruit really is um, a little tougher to do on your own is, are your, is your asset allocation right? And are your fees and performance right? And that is more probably requires a trip to our office, but take an hour and do it. We got we got uh, four offices around Boston that are convenient to you. Come in and see us, and you'll walk out of there with ways to save thousands of dollars a year. I don't think I've had a single meeting ever where that hasn't happened. Wow. Uh, next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement, Dave. And it's no cost. It's no obligation. 617-674-2000 to schedule 617-674-2000. The offices of Hackman Wealth around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham, whichever's most convenient to you. 617-674-2000. As always, thank you for joining us and make an appointment to join us next week back same time with Russ Hackman and the Wall Street Sweeper.
Russ Hackman, Claire Hare, and Jack Young are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Wealth Advisors LLC, BWA, a registered investment advisor and an affiliate of Brookstone Capital Management LLC. BWA and Hackman Wealth are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BWA, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by Russell Hackman, Claire Hare, Jack Young, and their guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this radio station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject covered. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by BWA. Indexed or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investment and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, or surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of commission and or other compensation, such as a percentage of the organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A Item 4, for additional information.